Thanks for joining me on episode 1097 of the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. I'm Joe Saul Cihai from the Stacking Benjamins Podcast. I encourage you to find ways to be inspired to find financial freedom. And one way I do that is to listen to this, the Inspired Stewardship Podcast with my friend Scott Mater. I don't really know how the story ends because it stops there. It doesn't explain what happened. Did the younger brother and the father and the older brother all make up at some point? Did they live together in peace? Does the story end in happiness or or does the older brother now become a prodigal and leave? What happened next? And it's not clear. Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. If you truly desire to become the person who God wants you to be, then you must learn to use your time, your talent, and your treasures for your true calling. In the Inspired Stewardship Podcast, you will learn to invest in yourself, invest in others, and develop your influence so that you can impact the world. In today's Spiritual Foundation episode about investing in yourself, I talk with you about the story of the prodigal son from Luke chapter 15, verses 1 through 3 and 11 through 32. I talk about why you probably have heard this story, but you may not be the prodigal son. You may actually be the older son. And I share why this story has so many different levels that you can look at it with. The story that we call the prodigal son, or the good father, sometimes you'll hear it called, is a familiar one for most people. Even people that aren't raised in a Christian faith have probably heard some version of this story. The passage in Luke from chapter 15 starts like this. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to him. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, this fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he, that's Jesus, told them this parable. And here's where the story really begins. There was a man who had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, give me the share of the property that will belong to me. And so the father divided his property between them. A few days later, the younger son gathered all he had and traveled to a distant country. And there he squandered his property in dissolute living. When he had spent everything, a severe famine took place throughout that country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him to his fields to feed the pigs. He would gladly have filled himself with the pods that the pigs were eating, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired hands have bread enough to spare, and yet here I am, dying of hunger? I will get up and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands. So he set off and went to his father. But while he was still far off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. His father ran and put his arms around him and kissed him. Then the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his slaves, quickly, bring out a robe, the best one, and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. And get the fatted calf and kill it. And let us eat and celebrate. 
For this son of mine was dead and is is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now his elder son was in the field, and when he came and approached the house, he heard music and dancing. He called out to one of the slaves to ask what was going on. And the slave replied, your brother has come and your father has killed the fatted calf because he has got him back safe and sound. Then he became angry and refused to go in. His father came out and began to plead with him. But he answered his father, listen, for all these years, I've been working like a slave for you, but I have never disobeyed your command. Yet you have never given me even a young goat so that I may celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came back, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fatted calf for him. Then the father said to him, son, you are always with me and all that is mine is yours. But we had to celebrate and rejoice because this brother of yours was dead and has come to life. He was lost and has been found. This text is really about wanting and searching for what seems lost, but is actually right there before us if we just know how to look for it. And this story has several different characters and levels. And you can actually examine it from the point of view of the prodigal son, from the point of view of the father, or from the point of view of the older brother, and they're all valid. Let's talk a little bit about the younger son just to give context. I I really want to focus more on the older son today, but let's talk about the younger son first to give some context. The younger son has this moment of madness, maybe, of craziness, of wanting something that he really doesn't have yet. And he goes to his father and he says, basically, dad, you're really only worth what you've got to me. Your value is in the stuff that will one day be mine, that I will inherit, not in this son was arrogant and was asking for his inheritance before his father had passed, which is really not something that you would do. But the father does it. He actually breaks the rules, breaks tradition, and gives the son his inheritance. And immediately the younger son runs off and begins to search for something to fill the hole in his life by spending, by living crazy, by doing things that probably he wasn't real proud of deep down inside. He got to the point where he actually had to look up to see rock bottom. He completely managed to spend all of the inheritance. The money that his father had given him just evaporated and disappeared. And as he watched his fortunes fade, the hunger was there, still strong. And eventually he finds himself living, serving the pigs, slop that he would want to eat himself because he was hungry, both physically and emotionally and spiritually. And at that point, when he hit that level of desperation, he said, I'm going to go back to my father. I know I'm not worthy. I've thrown it all away, all of the gifts that he gave me, but I'm still going to go back and ask my father for forgiveness and ask my father to treat me like one of his slaves, like one of his servants, because he treats them well, better than I deserve. And he goes back. And his father runs to him and greets him and lifts him up and puts a ring on his finger and throws a party to celebrate the fact that his son has returned to him. And that should be 
the end of the story, we would think. But the, the truth is, it's not, because now the older son, the, the older brother, the one that had stayed with his father, really becomes frustrated. He becomes feeling like, I have worked, I have served my father, I've never talked back to him, I've never done anything wrong, and I've never been celebrated like this. I'm bitter because this son that was gone has returned and we're celebrating his return. I've slaved for you all of these years and you never gave me anything, he says to the father. But actually, if you go back a few verses, if you go back up, remember whenever the son asked for his inheritance, the prodigal son asked for his inheritance, the younger son asked for his inheritance, it says, the father divided his property between them. That means that he'd actually given the brother his due also. And in fact, the older brother would have gotten a double share. He actually already had his inheritance. It had already been given to him, but he never claimed it. He never saw it. He never believed it was. He lived the party, is what his father is saying. The reason that I've never thrown a party for you is because you've been right here and you've had it before you the entire time. And yet, the jealousy that his brother had is what was keeping him from seeing that. I, I don't really know how the story ends because it stops there. It doesn't explain what happened. Did the younger brother and the father and the older brother all make up at some point? Did they live together in peace? Does the story end in happiness or, or does the older brother now become a prodigal and leave? What happened next? And it's not clear. The truth is, I found myself in all three of these characters at various points in my life. There are times that I am the prodigal son running and searching for something to fill a hole in my heart and not finding it when, in fact, it was home all along. It was right there in front of me all along. I've been the older son where I've been jealous of the fact that I've been diligent, I've done things, I've served my time, and yet... At the end of the day, that has never really come to fruition, and I felt like I was left out, when in reality, I wasn't. What I had was before me all along, and I could have claimed it at any moment. I've even been the father welcoming home the younger son and dealing with the jealousy of the older, where someone looks at something I'm doing and wonders why I'm choosing to do it that way. All of those characters are ones that I've associated with at various times because this story has multiple levels that you can use to interpret it. And they're all valid and they're all real all at the same time. Where are you in this story? Are you the prodigal son? Are you the older brother? Are you the father? Where are you at this point in your journey? Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. As a subscriber and listener, we challenge you to not just sit back and passively listen, but act on what you've heard and find a way to live your calling. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor. Go over to facebook.com slash inspired stewardship and like our Facebook page and mark it that you'd like to get notifications from us so that we can connect with you on Facebook 
and make sure that we're serving you to the best of our abilities with time and tips there. Until next time, invest your time, your talent, and your treasures, develop your influence, and impact the world.